Yo, what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 186 on five bad habits that are making you dumb every day. So today we're going to start off with a quote, as I like to do for these solo episodes. Success really isn't about what you do, it's what you focus on. Think about what that really means, because if you really dive into what success is, again, success being relative, it doesn't matter what you do, because you can be success in anything, as people are proving every single day on social media. You might see somebody that just came up on something you never even thought of, which is proof, social proof, that you can be successful in anything. So it doesn't matter what you do to be successful. It's about what you focus on. And a lot of times we come to find out we get distracted and we focusing on the wrong things, the wrong activities, the wrong people, the wrong places, the wrong tools, the wrong softwares, everything, right? So today I really wanted to talk about five bad habits that are distracting us and taking us away from focusing on the right things. So welcome back millionaires. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the Million Dollar Mind podcast. Today we're going to be talking about those bad habits and what that list even looks like. But before we get into today's episode, right? I have a book. If you don't know, for those who do know, that book is called Leave from the Front. And it is a guide to not only becoming a better leader for others, but becoming a better leader to yourself because you got to know how to lead yourself before you can lead others. And especially as we talk about bad habits and the things that we need to fix and focus on. Chapter one is especially for you because it's titled Fix You First. So we're going to be talking about fixing you, fixing these these things that may be broken in us that we don't even know about and how to even identify those things. So if you're looking for that copy, you can text book to 888-292-1501. That's book to 888-292-1501. Let's get into today's content. All right. What's up, millionaire? So I know I shared this once, maybe even twice, but here's the third time. So I'm really starting to lose faith in business cards. And the reason why is because every time I get about 500 business cards, I use about 100, 150 and my business has changed. Whether the website has changed or just things are just changing, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. You know, I've been in entrepreneurship just under five years. So, you know, things are still changing. You optimizing, you're getting new websites, getting new Instagram accounts and your business card really expires. So what I learned and what I love now is Popple, right? I have a Popple card right here in my pocket. And what I love about it is it's a physical card that I can put my logo on, even has a QR code that I can scan or hold up to somebody's phone. And they have a virtual business card where I can update my information as much as I need to. I can share as much information as I want to from my phone number, social media pages, the whole nine. And I can also disable sharing that information if I want to as well. I definitely want you guys to consider Popple because as your business is changing, why spend so much money on these paper business cards when most of the times people throw them away and it's expired because you changed your business. So there's also going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to download Popple, get your business card, or if I hold it up close enough, you might be able to scan that QR code. Welcome back, millionaires, to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the world's most trusted podcast in the world for passion attraction. You are in the right place if you are here looking for money-making tips and tricks to living a more passionate life, right? So we got to start off with a story, as always, because I know a lot of us think 
that this list I'm about to bring to y'all, y'all don't even know the list yet, but you already probably clicked this video because you want to debunk how these bad habits are making you dumb. Nobody wants to be called dumb. And I especially use that word to trigger you so you lock in with this video to identify these things and you'll see that these habits are indeed making us dumb, whatever that means to you, right? So this list I'm about to release is a little bit harsh. So just bear with me and really come into this with an open mind so that you can really take a uh, take away the gems that I'm bringing to y'all, right? Because there's no there's no way these things can be considered bad habits, a lot of us thinking. There's no way that I can do X, Kai, and this is a bad habit. This seems to me like a good habit, right? A lot of you are probably going to say that probably at least three times in this episode. But I'm about to come, with you, uh, come to y'all with some facts and some ways that you can rethink, maybe even retry and reanalyze some of these habits and turn these bad habits into good habits so that you can stop doing these things all together, right? And the motivation for this episode is, like I said, we really just are trying to crack the code. A lot of you come to this podcast trying to crack the code on how you can transition from point A to get to point B and how you can leave the mundane uh, day-to-day activities of the nine-to-five hustle to becoming a full-time entrepreneur, full-time boss. So for us to be able to do this, we have to identify the things that are stopping us and blocking us from being able to tap into that potential, right? So like I mentioned, the secret is focus and applying that focus on good intentional habits versus bad habits consistently is going to be the key. We have bad habits that we do every single day and we have good habits that we're trying to do and that we do every single day. And I really want to focus on what that word habit means for anything to be habitual. It means that you no longer require require the mental willpower to do it. Right. Sometimes you may notice that if you eat dinner, not at the dinner table and you eat dinner on your couch, A habit is you reach for the remote to turn on the TV. Pay attention. The next time you grab a bowl, grab a plate, and you sit on that couch, try, realize how hard you are trying to not pick up a remote or not pick up your phone to watch something as you are eating that meal. So these are habits because you didn't have to say, let's turn on the TV. Your body, it moved towards that. So that's the definition of what a habit is. And you habitually do things without even having to think about it. Our brains and our body is now wired together to do things without us having to consciously say, do this action or do this activity. Right. So improvement in this is going to replace these bad habits with better ones and change our emotional and mental spiritual state, allowing us to focus more on the activities that matter the most. Right. So let's get into that list. Again, we got five bad habits that we're doing every single day that's making us dumb. And the number one habit is multitasking. I said it. Multitasking is actually taking us away from our goals. We think that multitasking is good. And I I can hear some of you already on the other end of that screen. Well, Kai, multitasking allows me to get XYZ done at the same time. It doesn't. It allows you to make mistakes on XYZ at the same time and overlook the, the, I don't want to say perfection, but overlook areas of progression because you're not truly focusing on one thing at a time. It's actually a myth that multitasking is actually beneficial for production and productivity. I actually want to encourage you all to try task switching. 
So instead of multitasking, we're talking about task switching. Now, what does it mean to task switch? It means just that. It means block out your days and identify which tasks are most important. And in order of priority, you focus on this task. When you complete it, you switch to the next task. Or you may say, hey, I have a goal to get this done in this task or this done in this area, this done in this um uh, uh, whatever, the, whatever you want to call it, because it may not be a task. It could be a project. You know, you might want to make a certain amount of progress in that project. Right. But as long as you have a goal before you get into it and say, I intend on getting X, Y, Z done in this project before moving on into the next task, then you are now efficiently task switching. But I can tell you right now, multitasking is not beneficial. And here's proof right here. Social proof. How many times have you had a conversation with somebody while sending a text and have accidentally sent the conversation via text instead of what you were trying to send that person? That's an example right there on how multitasking makes you ignorant to mistakes and ignorant to where areas where you can improve and send exactly or do exactly what you intended on doing when you picked up that phone to send that message in the first place. So that's number one. Number two, checking your phone in the morning. This is a huge red flag and I'm guilty of this. So I can talk about it all day long because I know how how I've known the effects of doing that versus not doing that. I noticed the effects of just setting my alarm, letting it letting it go away, say, OK, I'm up and go right into my meditations versus the days where I've set my alarm and I picked up my phone and started scrolling. The 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 effects are drastic. And here's why that blue light. That's in our TVs, our phones, our computers. That blue light actually activates our flight and fight response. And reason being is because that blue light also releases high levels of cortisol in our body. And if you guys remember in season one, when we had Dr. TJ, the poet on here, and we were talking about cortisol. That's your stress hormone. So when you pick up that phone or you go right into looking at TV or open up your laptop while you're still asleep because our bodies, our minds are not, are not wired to go from sleep to wide awake in just an instant. And that's what you're forcing your mind to do. When you pick up that phone, it was sleep. And now you go from sleep to wide awake. Now increasing your levels of cortisol, you're stressing yourself out first thing in the morning. So do not pick up that phone. Instead, try picking up a book. Instead, try getting up and drinking a glass of water and sitting on the couch and maybe meditating. Maybe instead pick up that phone, hit that alarm clock, turn it off and then get up and go for a walk. But do not pick up that phone to start scrolling on social media, checking your calendar, checking your email. I've even thought that maybe it was just a social media thing. And I said, okay, I'm not going to pick up my phone and get on social media. I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to look at my content schedule. I'm going to pick up my phone. I'm going to look at my calendar, but the point is, it's not what you're doing on the phone. It's the phone itself. That blue light increases your cortisol levels, which makes it more likely for you to stress first thing in the morning when you need to actually be free first thing in the morning. Make sense? Coolio. Let's move on to number three. Number three, the third bad habit is no bedtime routine. How many of actually have a bedtime routine? 
Not a lot of people are raising their hands because most of us don't even have morning routines. And for the longest, I thought I only had to have a morning routine, right? Waking up and having a plan for how I attack my day, which is just as important as having a bedtime routine. What does that bedtime routine look like? Does it involve you picking out your clothes for the next day? Does it involve you journaling? Does it involve you meditating, stretching, right? What are you including in that bedtime routine? But the, at, the, at the end of the day, psychologically and subconsciously, having a bedtime routine prepares your mind to enter rest mode. So, and I lie to you not, me and Alana talk about this all the time because she talks about how she doesn't feel like she ever gets enough sleep. Uh, and she talks about how she feels like she doesn't, you know, get good sleep when she is finally she, she sleep. She wakes up numerous times throughout the night. And it wasn't until recently that we identified that this is because we do not have an efficient bedtime routine, right? We just ready whenever it decide to go to bed and wherever we get tired, we just go to bed and we just try to fall asleep. And oftentimes that doesn't even work right away. Sometimes we may end up watching TV to go to sleep. That's another red flag. You don't want to do that. And me and Ryan, uh, me and my brother Ryan was actually talking about this a couple weeks ago on how sometimes it's not even about, you know, having a routine. It can even be about how you go to sleep because I can function, as I mentioned in other episodes, off of six, five hours of sleep sometimes. But what I realized the difference is of going to sleep, with five, uh, having five hours of sleep and having a morning routine versus five hours of sleep and just rushing to bed to try to go to sleep, it, it feels totally different. And that is, again, because that morning route, that night routine activates in your brain the, the rest feature. You're starting to wind down. Giving yourself time to wind down is what allows your body and brain to coordinate rest mode. Just like you may put your phone on D&D to to um, to lower or you might put your battery in rest mode so that you can save the life of the battery but if you can't get to a charger your brain and your body needs that same type of care you need to put it in rest mode you need to put it in low battery mode so that it can charge up efficiently right so number four not turning on notifications this is a not turning off notifications let me correct myself this is another big thing that i had to learn you don't need to be notified that somebody messaged you on Instagram. You don't need to be notified that people are liking your pictures on Instagram. You don't need to be notified that you got 100 views on your TikTok reel. You don't need those notifications. Instead, turn off your notifications. And if you schedule time to revisit those apps, you'll see the notifications are there. They're not going anywhere. So what benefit is it to you if you are in crunch time, in grind mode, you got this project you're trying to get done because you're no longer multitasking. You are task switching, but you see your phone keep lighting up with notifications. Guess what you're most likely going to do? Multitask. You're going to start answering DMs. You're going to start engaging with people that engaged with you while you were just saying you needed to get this project done. So turn off notifications and don't leave them suckers on because you will get distracted and fall back in to that trap of multitasking is good for my productivity phase, which it is not. I promise you. Number five, the last bad habit that is making us dumb every single day. And some of you, this may not apply for me. This did apply, but drinking more coffee than water. Don't get me wrong. I love coffee. 
And I don't even love coffee because it wakes me up and it gives me energy. Because at this point nowadays, like, I don't even drink. I could drink coffee, you know, at 6 o'clock in the evening time. And I could still find myself going to bed by 9 o'clock, going to bed by 930. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. Alana, on the other hand, she drinks coffee at, you know, at 11 a.m. She's wired all the way until bedtime and may still have a hard time going to sleep. Some people are like that. But the point is, for every two cups or for every cup of coffee, you should be drinking two cups of water. That first cup is to flush your system of the caffeine and the other um, the other things that come in the coffee, right? And then that second cup is to hydrate yourself because you have to stay hydrated. And the reason why you have to stay hydrated is because dehydration is the number one uh, cause of headaches. Most of us get headaches not because of of we stressing out or people gave us that headache physically it's because of dehydration a lot of people are actually walking around dehydrated dehydration also causes other sicknesses so most of the times when you're getting sick it's because you're not drinking enough water and you're not getting enough sleep as well so you can see how two out of these five bad habits actually will help you with your health right if you want to limit your headaches you want to limit the amount of times you get sick Drink more water and get more sleep. At least maximize on how you sleep. If you're only getting five, six hours of sleep, you might be able to still function, but it's important that you get a good rest, not poor sleep because you keep waking up or you're tossing and turning, whatever the case may be. You want to fall into a deep sleep for those five to six hours because they every hour counts. Because, you know, they say it's recommended eight hours. And I don't even remember the last time I actually got eight hours of sleep. I'm good off of that five, six, seven, ideally, right? So these are the things that many of us are overlooking and are going to have a hard time implementing in our life. But I tell you this, once you do, your life will be 100% better. You'll make a complete 180. You'll find yourself starting to focus more and being more intentional and being more habitual in the things that are actually helping you instead of hindering you. Because one thing that is hindering us that is habitual is scrolling on social media. And I do this still to this day as I'm talking about it. Right. I will go on social media in a plant time and say, I'm going on here to look for trends for content. And that's tricky. Right. Because a part of that does involve scrolling. And but if I know hashtags that I should be looking for, accounts that I should be looking at, then I can avoid that scrolling and I'll still find myself scrolling down a news feed and down a rabbit hole of content that's not helping me, content that's not bringing me any value, so forth and so on. And now the 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 honest truth is only 20 percent of people will do this and they will be the ones that become high value It's 20 percent. It's always the law of the 80 20 rule. 20% of the people will do 80% of those of those those five things, right? Which means that at least four of those bad habits they're going to immediately drop and they're going to get to it and start figuring out ways that they can make those bad habits now good habits. Only 20% of people are going to do that. So if you're watching this video, are you going to be a part of that 20%? Because the truth is, we are only as valuable as our habits. And when I say that we're all valuable, we all have value. I'm speaking to our potential. But as you are right now, depending on the habits that you're doing, you may not be valuable right now. And that could be an issue and why you're not producing the income you're not producing, why you're not surrounding yourself with the people you need to surround yourself, why you're having a hard time finding the career 
in the the career position or the seat that you're looking for. These are all because people are having a hard time seeing your value and your value lies in your habits. So if you want to increase your value, you have to increase the number of good habits you have and they have to outnumber the number of bad habits you have. And that's just point blank period. Right. Think about it. Think about the last time you felt dehydrated or had a headache or you can't focus, you can't sleep. Think about these things and think about what might have caused them. And I guarantee you, you're probably going to identify it was at least two of those five bad habits that we talked about. Not drinking enough water, not having a bedtime routine, picking up your phone first thing in the morning. You probably gave yourself that headache because you just turned your cortisol levels up a thousand looking at all these people doing successful things and you still feel like you're stuck in the same place. Talk about stress. Talk about stress. Why would you even want to do that to yourself? Why would you want to enter first thing in the morning a place of comparison when you is always you versus you always going to be you versus you. But if you wake up first thing in the morning thinking it's them versus you and you versus them and how they got this and you don't have that, you set yourself up for failure, right? You setting yourself up for failure. So here's a pro tip, set a reminder to replace the bad habits with the good, right? So, What I mean by that is if you're going to drink a cup of coffee, once you pour that cup of coffee and take that first sip, set a reminder in your phone to get a glass of water and maybe set another reminder an hour later to get another glass of water. Because you can't expect your mind to remember these things right off the bat. These are not habitual yet. You have to use willpower. You have to think about it. You have to remember and we're humans. We're not going to remember these things because they were not habits. So we got to set reminders. I set a reminder to do push-ups every hour because I know I'm not really going to remember. Right. I set reminders to give people calls. I set reminders to write things in my journal. I set reminders to do the things that are not yet habitual. Once they become habitual, now I can utilize my willpower in those reminders to remind me to do other things that are not yet ingrained in me subconsciously. Right. So as always, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show week in, week out. I just gave you all some gas. Now the question is, how far and where are you going to go now that you have a full tank? Right. Because we are almost man. No, we're in July. We about to enter August. We more than halfway through the year. How many of you are hitting your goals? How many of you have even reached your quarter one goals yet? How many of you are on track to hit your quarter three goals? Either way, as we prepare our businesses and our minds, our bodies, our teams, our families for success and for growth, we have to shift our focus again on leadership and leaning on our abilities to lead and influencing others so that we can focus on innovation, creativity. We can focus on income producing activities while leading and influencing others to do those other activities while we lead them and put them in positions uh, positions to grow and succeed as well. So either way, my book, Lead from the Front, is a great start for you because it gives you tips on giving constructive feedback, criticism, motivating and developing teams, creating team culture and identity. And to get your copy, again, you can text book to 888-292-1501. With that said, just remember to keep focus, build momentum and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace.